Hump Day Quickies Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickies Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. shares all about rope bondage and how his passion for rope bondage got started. He also gives us a history lesson on how doctors cured women with hysteria by getting them to orgasm. All right, we're back at the sex apartment. This time we have ropes bondage specialist Thomas Brody. I was going to try your title, but there, there's too many words to it. So with that, I'm going to let you do it and welcome to the show. And I may let a uh, Tommy slide by here or there because we've known each other for so long. So my actual title is Thomas Brody, hysteria doctor and erotic rope tutor. It's actually a lot of fun. And the title says a lot because, you know, back in the 1800s, when women weren't acting the way they were supposed to, their doctors diagnosed them with hysteria. So they would go to the doctor, and he would uh, cure them of their hysteria. The way he cured them was by stimulating their genitals until they orgasmed. And then they weren't hysterical anymore. <laughs> I'll, I'll be damned. <laughs> the vibrator was created as a medical device to cure hysteria. Now, I think there was probably just a bunch of old perverts that was trying to, you know, finger bang all the uh, women in the community. We're going to have to but, test this out. But know? this is, uh, I know that my experience has taught me women are considerably less hysterical after an orgasm. <laughs> At least we know there's a slim chance that our female lifestyle friends will ever be hysterical. So what drew you to rope bondage? Sexual perversion, mostly. (laughs) (laughs) Rope bondage is bondage until it's not. Rope bondage is different than any other bondage, right? It's not handcuffs. It's not leather cuffs. It's, there's a lot of foreplay. Yes. If you're, it's very time consuming and it's very tedious. And, you know, as you, you know, you've heard many more than enough times, you know, one of the first things I say when I'm about to tie is I'm going to touch you a lot. And that's, that's my thing is I like, I'm going to touch you a lot. I'm going to touch your body. I'm going to touch your breasts. I'm going to touch your ass. I'm going to touch your legs and I'm going to put your knees in your ears (laughs) And all of these things because I want to touch your body. Now, there are many, much more efficient ways to get it done. You know, you know, leather cuffs behind the head, you know, strap the knees to the head and, you know, you're banging. Yeah. But that's not what rope bondage is. Rope bondage is very tedious. It's very methodical. You know, the knots, knots have been around. Uh, fun fact, if you learn nothing else, <laughs> the oldest rope known in the world was found in the Aubrey du Mara caves in France, and it's more than 45,000 years old. Mm. Right? That's how long they've been tying bitches up. <laughs> 45. <laughs> no, that's fact. That's fact. That's fact. Google it. 
Um, so it's very sensual and it's very, you know, uh, you know, the knots and, and, and it's not a lot of science, right? So there's, I guess with anything, you can get too much, too over the top, right? Well, you got to be a shibari master and you got to know all the names of all the knots and all the ties. I don't know any of that shit. Right? <laughs> and you don't need to know all that shit. Uh, I was going to say, I've seen a lot of your work and it's <laughs> incredible. And I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of surprised you don't know all those names and all that. I, I, well, I, and you know what? To be fair, I don't think even if he told me the names of those knots, I wouldn't care. I, I don't think you'd remember. <laughs> no, I would be thinking right. about that. <laughs> you know, legend has it that um, Randy Rhodes couldn't read music. So, right. it's, uh, you know, I mean, that's really, that's really what is it is. But somebody, some people, when they, when they get into a kink, right. And I use that term loosely, or they get into something that they dig, they feel like they've got to, you got to know this and you got to know that, right. The standard rope for all of the Shibari masters is a jute or a hemp rope, which is, which is awesome. It's beautiful. If you like itchy ropes, which <laughs> I find most most women, and, and I, I don't know if it's misogynistic. I'm a man. I tie up women. I've tied up men too, but most of my subjects are women uh, because, you know, most of the uh, misogynistic guys that <laughs> I'm around like to see their women get tied up. So. <laughs> That's, I fall in that category. <laughs> when Tommy offers his bondage services at the club that we go to, G is always very eager to see me tied as one of Tommy's subjects. And as you might pick up in this interview... I struggled to put my thoughts together because when Tommy is in front of me, I get pretty excited. It was difficult to stay focused on the interview as I remembered all the feelings of my bondage experience. Mmm, I love it. But, uh, so I, I use polycotton rope. It's beautiful and it gets the job done. They love it. I love it. I think it's pretty. It's not ancient Asian jute rope <laughs> strand from you know no it's and there's a lot of there's there's a there's a lot of them and, and i know many of the names they're irrelevant they're not important but the reality is is rope bondage is foreplay because it takes time and communication and i will tell you what there's a lot of communication at varying volumes <laughs> depending <laughs> on how well i'm doing <laughs> I mean, a lot of the reason I started doing this, so, you know, at the club, there was a need for, you know, the bondage show, uh, do rope bondage. So I, you know, I threw my hat in the ring and started, you know, and started working because it was something that I was familiar with, something I knew about, something that's important. I mean, it's it's a big deal to me. I enjoy it. Well, let's back up a little bit. So let's go back to the beginning where, so how did you get involved in rope bondage? What was so it wasn't like the thing, right? It's not like all of a sudden I woke up and this is all we're doing. Where it actually happened is we were trying to figure out what to wear because we're weirdos. Fanny and I decided that, uh, I decided, she agreed, <laughs> that we were going to go as a priest and a nun. So I had my priest outfit, black kilt, black shirt, white collar, because I'm lazy. <laughs> And she was going in a black and white habit on her head and then a black and white corset made of rope. Oh, nice. So I did a rope corset, full rope corset, including a Celtic heart 
tie with a a clip to cover, you know, the lady parts because, you know, <laughs> you got to cover the lady parts. And that was our that was our costume. So after doing that, it was based so I guess it all started with costuming. So just kind of figured it out on your own and it just came naturally? Well, it it did. It did, but I will tell you after I say that I'm going to touch you a lot. The next thing I say is listen, relax. Because once I tie you up, nothing that happens to you is your fault. And then all of a sudden, their shoulders go down and they relax. I can say that to women that aren't my wife, just like you can say that to women that aren't your wife. But the real <laughs> you love it every time I tell you to relax. That's, that's perfect. Right. 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 Yes. So um, works every time. So yeah. So it gets to. So the first time I tied this corset on Fanny it took me an hour and forty minutes. Oh my gosh! We showed up an hour early for an event, <laughs> and um, I was tying hour and forty minutes. The last time I tied this corset on a subject that wasn't her, 11 minutes. Wow. We, we performed it three times at a bondage show at the club. Whoa. Set to music with the subject, 11 minutes. Wait, what was the music? Um, it's actually a custom song that we put oh. together. It's called Welcome oh. to the Birthday Party. I want to hear it. Hey there, Daddy. I'm going <laughs> to go to the party. Oh, is um, it like that, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so yeah, it just grew from there. I mean, it, like I said, it was not, it's foreplay, right? Yes. And, and it's all about, you know, it's interesting in the lifestyle and with just the number of, of, of girls that I've tied, you could tell the ones that are into foreplay and the ones that are not. Yeah, I can see that. It's very, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing is it's really, it's very sensual, especially like, you know, you know, the, you know, poly cotton ropes, they're very. They're 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 soft and they're pretty. Yeah, that's what, like. Well, why do you use these? I'm like because they're soft. They're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty. You know, I mean, I can get. I mean, if I if if I'm trying to keep them from getting away, <laughs> it probably can... isn't the rope <laughs> to use. You know, eventually they're going to stretch and they're going to get away. You know, what's funny is um, the first time I heard about any type of bondage was actually in my first marriage, and it was friends of ours who were discussing their sex life. He was dating a girl and she immensely loved to be tied up. And I just thought in my head at my initial reaction was like, that's weird. And then, and then the story went true. It's not that that's untrue. (laughs) The story went that she, he would tie her up and go and, and leave and do whatever he had to do for the day and leave her on the bed tied up in some sort of like a doggy style type position. And then when he got home, he talked about how wet, like she she was just literally dripping wet, like the, the bed would be wet, that she just sat there in anticipation for him to come home the entire day. And for whatever reason, that hit some sort of nerve for me. And I was just like, is that's hot like that's so that was always my initial experience or thought of being tied up I was just like oh it's so hot and when you talk about the foreplay of it all and I think that's so huge for me uh, when I'm getting tied up is that whole anticipation the build-up and the wait for you just just tying those knots just making that 
that process getting you know it's coming you know it's gonna get to that point but it's just that build up that it's so hot it's so sexy it make it turns me on like ridiculously I can't I you know, like I probably would have never ever went into the thought of like actually fulfilling any of these rope fantasies until we we did the first love and bondage night with you, and then <laughs> you made it reality. <laughs> so, so there Here it was. So, <laughs> so let's dig into the first time. Nessa circles many, many times, many, mm-hmm. many. Before you finally stop her and say, all right, are we doing this or what? Mm -hmm. She finally gives in. (laughs) I'm trying to remember what you were wearing that night because that was a while ago. Whatever it was was easy to take off. I was going to say, your panties were white. Yeah. That's all I remember. They were like string string panties because she kept her panties on. And I think I, I kept my heels on because both times you've tied me up. I've had heels on, and I think that's the sexiest tie, by the way, with the the heel. Oh, it makes you, it easier you, for sure. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, very, know, you have an extra I leave rod the shoe there. It's on very and efficient. The, There's a fucking hook weird. on the bottom of her foot. So whatever you were wearing, you you stripped out of it <laughs> I immediately. Yes, I just you took you, it off. you were out of that and okay. down to your little white panties and your heels. <laughs> Maybe white. I don't know. <laughs> Could have been black. No, I'm pretty sure oh, they, no, were they were white. Yeah. Oh, they, they were, were most white. definitely oh, white. Look they at you remembering. Most, oh my god, they were most that makes my white. Hair So, walk me through what you did. If you can, again, this was a while ago, so let's see what you can remember. <laughs> right. So understand. I mean, I'd never tied her before. Never met her before. That's a fine. How do you do these things when you're doing events? They have a tendency to be transaction. I don't know your rules. I don't know her rules. Which in the lifestyle, people that are in the lifestyle. Understand that rules are important. That is a huge thing yes. for our podcast. Big, big, yeah. big. Yeah. Um, so here you, here you are. <laughs> I love you, but you're like every other guy who lets me tie their woman up. <laughs> and she stands up there and she says, well, what do, you, what do you think I should do? And you're like, whatever you want to do. And she's like, well, you know, whatever you want to do. And I promise you. You do not want to do what I want to do, <laughs> okay? So, so then that's like, uh, so I get it. I'm like, all right. So that's the thing, okay? So now you're, you know, you're watching. Like I said, I don't know your rules. I don't know. Right. I don't. We, we, at this point, we, you know, we we hadn't met. All right. And she's like, you know, okay, no holds barred. Well, that's not what that means. It really doesn't mean that because, you know, and at this point. I've got a responsibility. It's tough but, to stay no holds barred and then walk up with your panties on. Well, so. <laughs> it well, is. No, I think I think he's talking about more about being aware of both of us in that situation. Absolutely. I don't know. No, absolutely. No, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when he says, you know, whatever you want to do and you say no holds barred. Right. Did you guys <laughs> talk about right. I'm going to go to totally L&B different. tonight yeah. and, and, you know, and let Tommy... <laughs> You know, yeah, I yeah. mean, no holds barred, anything, I, you know, you end up with my name tattooed on your ass and a broken leg. I mean, right, right, right. That's, that's, that was, that was not a discussion. I'm, I'm reasonably certain you guys didn't have that discussion. Tommy is a hundred percent correct. We did not have this discussion beforehand. Neither of us had prior experience in this part of the lifestyle, but we both put our trust in Tommy as a professional and we had complete trust in each other to keep it to a level where we were comfortable and to stop things if it started to get uncomfortable. 
It's like, okay, they're both nervous. Now, so here's a little secret, though. He's a little nervous. You're a little nervous, although a little moist as well. Um, but I'm a little nervous, too, right? I mean, I, you know, we're, we're just, you know, getting to know each other. I would like to pretend that every time I start, I know exactly how things are going to end. I'm nowhere near that smart. Again, I love doing it. It's, it's, I don't want to use the term art because it just sounds kind of cliche, but it kind of goes as it goes. Yeah. And the more I do, the more I know what to do. I started with a three eighths poly nylon rope. It was a 50 foot rope. <laughs> And um, did a chest harness, full body, um, a, a, a torso harness, which is always a, a safe place to start. The subject had a, a particularly ample bust, um, which if uh, given the opportunity to um, tie the breasts or not, <laughs> come on. <laughs> so I did a chest harness from there. It was it was. It's a four-point chest harness with uh, poly nylon three-eighths, poly nylon rope. Put her up on the bed. I've got a special-made cage bed that everybody should own at least one. There's a lot of hanging points yes. in this bed, and which is which is really important. Now, I also teach. I teach in my one-on-one class. I teach you how to take two pieces of rope, shove them under your mattress, and have plenty of connection points. Even uh-huh. if you, okay. if you have a mattress on the floor. You can you can do this for about four dollars and seventy four cents. Nice. So so then at that point the chest harness went on. Check the fingers, check the toes, all of those points. Extremities. She was in it. She was loving it. He was, you know, not ready to fight. <laughs> so um, then it's you know hands and knees. Climbed up on the bed. This one, I mean, I was comfortable. You were comfortable. You had complimented me twice, which is all it really takes. You know, I'm, I'm very, okay. I'm very, Noted. I'm very shallow and insecure. <laughs> and so at that point, you know, you were at a chest harness. So I suspended you, tied your hands behind your back, and then tied your feet to your ass, mm-hmm. which in kind of like a half chicken wing situation. <laughs> And you were loving it. And then, and then at that point, the next obvious step is to bring out the magic wand, <laughs> right? Because, you know, I own a magic wand. I'm going to say that the obvious step when one has a Hitachi magic wand is to break out said Hitachi magic wand. <laughs> why, why would you not? I mean, I didn't buy it for nothing. Um, Very talented with the Hitachi magic wand. This takes us back to the hysteria doctor portion of the title, right? You saw I was hysterical a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing what happens when they can't close their legs. Oh, so good. So good. Because their instinct, for whatever reason, are this really amazing and wonderful thing that's happening to me right now. I want to close my legs and stop it. (laughs) I, I have seen that, yes. And I don't understand that because guys don't think that way. They're like, there's wonderful and amazing thing that's happening to me. I am, I have no desire to make it stop. But when their legs are tied and their arms are tied and their, their torso is tied and they cannot do that and they're just forced to succumb, it's a pretty amazing experience, right? For yes. all. Yes, it is. For all. And then, as you know, with Nessa, sometimes they start rocking back <laughs> into the stimulus, which is uh, not as common as you would think, um, <laughs> but yet encouraged, immediately became a fan, <laughs> right? 
it was a great time. So then there was, the, we, you know, we went through that process and, uh, you know, with the white panties on. I, I am a sucker for the Hitachi magical wand. Yes, yes you are. <laughs> That's my go-to. So now we have the wand. She's doing her typical hip thing, pushing back and pushing back and pushing back. And is that her typical? That, yes, that she, typical? she. This was my first is. time. I wasn't. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't aware. Had, of this you didn't. You didn't warn me. You didn't tell me this was a thing. That, that is one of my favorite things. Is that she is not a pillow princess. She will fully engage in the actions to find her satisfaction. Okay. This is true. Excellent. Okay. So now she. Yeah. So she's pushing back into. <laughs> <laughs> so in a chest harness, imagine, you know, hands and knees, mm-hmm. except for the palms are now behind your back. Mm-hmm. The toes are tied to your ass. Yes. Um, with heels on. S- with heels on, suspended. Yes. And you're 100% right with the keeping your legs open. I can't speak for every female out there, but for me, that force of keeping your legs open is a mental fuck it's intense and it's uh i i have no words but it 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 definitely makes the the feeling of everything so much more intense because you can't stop it yeah everything in my body is telling me close my legs stop this from happening and it's not that i don't want it from happening it's just that i want the intensity to slow down or I want the intensity to stop. But yeah, it having that pressure to just keep my legs open and to kind of relax into that situation. Huge. It's, it's such a turn on. And you've got no hands and you haven't, you have no, no, nothing to stop it. It is just, I am at your will. Like I just can't, I can't do anything. So now I'm going to position the room here. Yeah. I am sitting on a chair looking at your face, head on, you're facing me, and Tommy is now behind you with the magic wand. Mm-hmm. And all I can, you just, you keep looking up at me like, I love this, I don't want this to stop face. <laughs> and I, there have been times that we've, that we've played that I've gotten the, all right, let's wrap this up face. <laughs> and that was definitely not a face I was getting no. there. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not being at the other end, I don't know what happened down there besides the placement of the magic wand. Was it just magic wand play or was there more beyond that? So it only takes really two fingers to hold the wand. Right. And there are, you know, I mean, I've got, I've, I've got all five <laughs> of mine. Um, Three extra there. Right. So, so yeah, there was, uh, there was, there was a lot of other play. I don't know that there was uh any other penetration? Because you had the no, damn panties the on, not for lack of trying. <laughs> yep. All right, so yeah, so so the reality is, I've got. I mean, that's like the move, right? You've got two fingers on the wand. I, I have in in four years, I have bought three magic wands because they that's break. It? They break at the neck um, oh. from the pressure and the movement. They're not. They are not designed to take the. You know. <laughs> Um, although they're amazing, they're amazing tools and, and nobody compares if you're going to get a magic wand. So, so, you know, so the move is you've got the massager in one hand and your thumb is free. But again, you know, we had just met and we just talked and, you know, I told her, you know, she's like, well, how naked do you want me to get? I'm like, I want you to be naked. I'm a guy, right? <laughs> so take off as much as you feel comfortable with. 
you know, then she stripped down to her heels and what was really a ramen noodle packet. But I don't know why she kept them on. But, um, but that's what that was her comfort level, right? And I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna argue with that. But yes, the panties, uh, the panties were on, so there was a forceful protective barrier. I was gonna say it's it's hilarious to me the way you put it, but. For whatever reason, that small barrier, that tiny pair of panties, is comfort level. <laughs> like, and, and you know, and, and so that's a, that's important for being honest, yeah, being respectful, and being encouraging. I've had girls that take you know their tanks off or their tank dresses, and and screw, pull them up over their hips and down below their tits, and the only thing that it's covering is their lower back and their midsection. Yeah. And then it's game on. But I'll tell you what, you move that from from that and they're they're stop. Yep. And that's a lot of the gig for lack that's, of a better term. Yeah. It's it's a mental game too, I think. I mean as far as comfortability. Right. That's the word. You mentioned the different rope types and I, I will say after the first time you worked on Nessa, I, I emailed you I, I believe shortly after we got home that night saying, <laughs> Hey, that was incredible what rope do you use? Cause I want to start trying some of this at home. And I was expecting links to different specific rope bondage sites or just something. And I get two links to ropes at home Depot and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh. okay. Right. That's perfect. I can, I can do home Depot. <laughs> All these links and the links to our favorite tutorial sites are in the show notes. And, and that that's exactly correct. And the only reason, um, you got two links to Home Depot is because the third type of rope that I use most often actually comes from a junk store by my house <laughs> and it's poly cotton clothesline and awesome. it is, it is the, it is the best. It's the softest. It gets, you know, it, it works very well. I mean, it, it is a performance. <laughs> I love what I do. I have so much fun. I love, I'm, I'm huge fan of foreplay. I love touching women. I love all women. Um, you know, tall women, short women, you know, skinny women, chubby women, all all the women, right? It's just so much fun. And to see them, the ones that, you know, when they relax and they and, and they get into it. Of course, I do have a couple of favorites. You know what, though? It, present, he, present he speaks the truth. It shows through. It, it shows uh, through 100% like how how much you enjoy what you do and how good you are at it. Too, because I, I mean, being on the recipient end. <laughs> well, I mean, so that's important, right? You know, I mean, if if you show up and I suck, it's <laughs> <laughs> no right? coming back. Not only wait, not only are you not coming back to me, but I just fucked it up for every guy you ever meet, and you know, and that's not that's not a responsibility I'm willing to bear. Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844-4-HUMP-DAY and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.